You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. One key word in Proverbs 18 and 21 is power. Power means, number one, the ability to do something. The ability to do something. Breaking it down, the ability to do something good or something bad. You have the ability to love on somebody as well as to hate on somebody. Second power is the ability to change. The ability to change. And to change is to make something different. We have the the ability to to make something different. And we can make it different for the right reason or the wrong reason. Final meaning of of power is the ability to persuade or influence. I wonder how many of us have ever been persuaded into doing the wrong thing. You knew it was wrong, but somebody still persuaded you to do it. One thing I'm happy about is that somebody persuaded me to do the right thing in getting saved. Aren't you glad you're saved? Power is real, isn't it? Yeah, power is real. Power is real whether you use it for right or wrong. Power is is real. And contextually, um, death is in the power of the tongue. Death is in the power of the tongue. As small as the tongue is, it has ability. As small as the tongue is, 
is persuasive. As small as the tongue is, it can make a difference. Death is in the power of the tongue. The tongue contextually represents spoken words. And it's amazing, even the tongue used in a very soft way can cause a person to do right or wrong. Tongue used in a mean way can cause a person to do right or wrong. Death is in the power of the tongue. Death in one sense represents ruin. I can use my tongue to ruin somebody's life. I said I can use my tongue to ruin somebody's life. And I can use my tongue to, to ruin somebody's life by saying something that's true. Or by telling lies. Just because something is true about a person, that's no reason for you to use your tongue to ruin that person's life. And when you do so, that's not showing Love. Well, what I said was true. Yeah, but it was wrong for you to say it. Because you rent the person. It would have been different if it was necessary for you to say that. But, but you said it and you shouldn't have said it even though it was true. You rent the person. Death is in the power of the tongue. Means I can use my tongue to cause curses to come forth. And and, and in one sense, I do need to curse some things, especially when things trying to attack my mind, my body, or my spirit, I need to use my tongue to curse those things. So don't think that death is just used in, in, in the sense of causing ruin because I, I can, I can curse the enemy that's trying to put me out of business. And even if the enemy is a person, I can curse the work of a person's hand that's trying to stop the will of God from coming to fruition in my life. Death is in the power of the tongue. I can use it for ruin. Or I can use it To curse something or somebody. But then life 
is in the power of the tongue. When death is trying to take out a brother or sister, I can use my tongue to speak life. With the stripes of Jesus, you're already healed. Death, you gotta go. Can use my tongue to speak life. I'm going through it, but this is not going to be my end. This is going to be my beginning because if God brought Job out, he'll bring me out. You can use your tongue to speak life even when death is in the midst. Life is in the power of the tongue. Life is in the power of the tongue. Life in one sense equates victory. When I'm going through defeat, ain't no need in me speaking death. Giving the enemy credit. No, I'm going to speak victory. I said, I'm going to speak victory. I'm going to speak life. And I'm going to speak it according to my faith. For the victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. According to 1 John 5 and 4. So even when, when I'm going through something that's, that is causing defeat... I can use my tongue to reverse the situation by speaking victory. And, 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 and you, you have to understand that when you have the power to speak death and life, That you need to be able to speak it correctly. You need to have wisdom when you have that much power. Because you you have some people that use the tongue improperly. And when you use the tongue improperly, you're going to reap what you sow. I said when you use the tongue improperly, you're going to reap what you sow. You, you gotta know how to use this member. You, you gotta know how to, how to use it in the church. And outside of the church. You got to know how to use your tongue when you get mad. Because some of us have a history of using our tongue improperly. When we get upset. Matter of fact, just ask your neighbor, have you ever used your tongue improperly? When you got upset. Oh, I know she ticked you off, but, but, 
in hindsight should you have said what you said. Some of y'all just looking straight ahead like, he ain't talking about me. Yeah, I, I'm talking about, I'm talking to everybody right now. I'm talking to everybody. Now just, just peek back. You, you may have to go two weeks, a month, yeah, but did you use your tongue improperly when you got upset? There are some people that, that are going through things in their body right now because of their tongue. I'm going to have arthritis just like mama. All my sisters already got sugar. I guess it's just a matter of time for I have sugar too. Y'all go on, I ain't got no money, I ain't gonna be about nothing. Yeah, I got paid, but I didn't, I ain't paid no bills. What'd you do with your money? Well, I did to do such and such. Oh, alright. Ain't gonna be able to pay no bills next time either. We get put out, we just get put out. Now I ain't gonna be able to go. This gout got me today. It probably gonna have me in about four or five days. So check back with me in a week and a half. <laughs> Pastor, I ain't gonna be able to come to the revival. The doctor done said I got flu, but I'll be alright in about five days. So, Cause he said five days it ought to be done past. So I'll see you in five days. Ask your neighbor, have you ever used your tongue improperly? Shout your answer. Yeah. And see, the text tells us why we need to use our tongue properly. Notice again, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he who loves it shall eat his fruit. If I'm attached to the use of the tongue when it comes to my life, I'm going to be affected. When, when, when I love to comment or say things based upon how I feel or what I see, what I hear, and so forth. I have to be careful when it comes to my tongue because my opinion, my belief, 
my feelings can affect my spirit, soul, and body. Why? He who loves the tongue shall eat his fruit. Some of us know folks that, that, that they kept saying something bad until what the person said began to manifest in their lives. But on the flip side of that, we heard somebody continue to say what does say is God's word. And then God's word began to manifest in their life. Kept saying, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm going to live above only and never beneath. And all of a sudden, poverty couldn't hold on. Why? Because the word it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Because the word, once it goes forth, will not return empty or void. The word will do what it has been sent to do. Whether God sends the word directly or indirectly. If God puts in your spirit to speak healing and you keep speaking that healing, you keep Talking and, and walking and confessing that is going to be so sooner or later is going to manifest. Sooner or later, God is going to bring that thing to pass. But on the other hand, if one day you say, God is going to heal me. But the next day you say, I don't know what's going on. You're double minded. So you don't need to look for anything to happen to you because a double-minded person is unstable in all of his or her ways. Let not that person think that he or she will receive anything from the Lord. That's what James said in chapter 1. So if I'm, a, I'm using my tongue to talk double, that's why I'm not receiving certain blessings. That's why I'm not receiving certain benefits. If I'm always cursing myself, saying I ain't going to be able to have this, I ain't going to be able to have that, maybe that's why you stay broke. Say to your neighbor, you got to watch how you use your tongue. You got to watch how you use your tongue. Let's bring in a little Bible. Even though I've been quoting the whole time. Let's, 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 let's go a little further. Proverbs 12. Just turn the page back a little. Proverbs 12 and 18. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. Now notice, there's one who speaks like the piercing of a sword. One who is always speaking hurt. I, I hate to say it, you got folk like that at the church. Lord, I hope y'all don't take this, this hard, but I got to say it. You have preachers that speak more hurt than help. 
Brother Deacons, you have deacons that speak more hurt than help. They can't get up and receive God's tithes and offering without hurting somebody. You have ministers that can't even say a full sentence without hurting it. The first clause help is help. But before they close out the sentence, got to put some hurt in it. Some of us, we ain't doing good at all. And it ain't looking good for us. But we still believe that God going to help us. That sound... Good a little bit. But it ain't right. That's improper. That sounds double-minded when you really dissect it. When you really analyze it, it sounds like somebody is double-tongued. You know, the message is making sure that we love the tongue properly, right? So, you know, I got to work it. Look at the latter part of this verse. Proverbs 12 and 18. But the tongue of the wise promotes health. Are you listening to me? You have to be wise when it comes to using the tongue. You have to have knowledge and understanding when it comes to using the tongue. Sometimes it's it's just best to be quiet. Sometimes it's just best to be quiet. About a subject until you get some knowledge and understanding. Sometimes it's best to just keep it simple until you get some wisdom about the subject. Because if if you don't have wisdom about the subject, instead of promoting health, you'll cause ruin. Why? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he who loves it shall eat his fruit. I got to be wise when I talk. Yeah, she hollering, she upset, she mad at me, but I got to be wise. Because my flesh telling me to. Retaliate, say something. 
that's going to tear up. That's what my flesh say. But I'm wise. I can't get in the trash can. What is it? She in the trash can. I ain't going to get in the trash can with her. She telling me off, but I ain't going to get in that trash. I'm going to be wise. I, I, I got to be wise. I can't be saying on one time that God is blessing me to be able to give an offering. But on the other hand, God calls me to be broke. How can God give me this and not give me that and he doesn't say he'll supply all my needs according to his riches in glory i gotta be careful i can't say this and then turn around that's yeah you're gonna get some claps from some folk but they ignorant isn't it amazing how ignorant folk clap over stuff that ain't Said your neighbor, he just talked about the subject. <laughs> Loving the tongue properly. I have to use this tongue right. I better go it another way. Let's go to James, the third chapter. See, see, I done messed myself up a whole lot with my tongue. Because I was stupid, ignorant, hot-headed. Thought what I was saying was right. But it wasn't right. Wasn't no wisdom in it. I didn't think thoroughly before I said it. And even though... Had the Holy Spirit, did not allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. Woo! James 3. Y'all there? I just want to read verse 10. But it's good to read this entire chapter in reference to the tongue. But I just want to read verse, verse 10. James concluded by saying to the brethren, Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. And he probably upset some folk when he said that. But it's right. You, you have some folks that will tell you that God gave them this, that, and the other to say. But see, James recognized that, yeah, y'all are brethren, but blessing and cursing is coming out the same mouth. And then he turned around and said, it's sin, but he put it in a soft way. This ought not to be so. He was letting them know it's wrong. It's sin. You don't need to do that. You don't need to say on one hand that God is blessing you. 
But on the other hand, he's not doing what he promised. Because that says that God is not complete. That says God is only good for a certain part. That means when God decreed that he'll make us whole is not really true. Now God may do things in part. But God always finishes what he starts. Only way he will not finish what he starts is when we get in the way. And we go in contrast to his word because he's not going to do anything that is in contrast to his will. How many understand that? Very important. I can't say that God going to bless me. And then turn around and say out of the same mouth, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't see God blessing people and I'm up preaching. And then I I turn around and say, you know, God going to bless us. But he already. What you mean he gone? He already. Wouldn't it be more correct to say God going to continue to? Because if he's already blessing us, but I'm saying God going to bless us, that means I'm not giving God the glory for what he's already doing. So if I'm not giving him the glory for what he's already doing, It says that I am allowing in a subtle way for blessings and cursings to come out of my mouth. You you know my body feel better. God is healing me. But then if I turn around and say, God go. But I thought you said your body is feeling better and God is healing you. Why are you going back and saying God gone? Either he is in a subtle way allowing curses and blessings to come out of the same. One minute I'm, I'm, I'm talking like I'm, I'm accepting what God is doing. But then the next minute I'm acting like I'm wondering what God is doing. And the evidence is in what I say. Woo! Say to your neighbor, these things ought not to be. Somebody ought to be being helped by now. Somebody ought to be getting some wisdom by now. Somebody ought to have in their being. I got to be more careful. I got to be more careful. 
and, 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 and be careful to the point to where even when you slip, say, oh, God, I done slipped, forgive me. You, you making me feel better so I know you're healing me. See, because if God give you a little, just a little sign, you, you know that he going to finish what he started. Woo! Why is that? He's the author and the finisher of your faith. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. And if God started it and you just keep walking by faith, he'll finish it. You believe that you ought to high five somebody and tell them God is doing something in me. Woo! And I can't help but praise him. I can't help but magnify him. I can't help but turn in victory. I can't help but leap for joy. I can't help but in my clothes. Let's consider Proverbs 21. Lord have mercy. Proverbs 21 and 23. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue Keeps his soul from troubles. Who gonna help me? I done lost some of y'all. You, you, you and your little mad season right now. So I know you probably ain't gonna help me, but some of you, you, you gonna help me. Just say to a neighbor, neighbor, if you don't watch what you say, trouble coming you can expect trouble let's look at this verse one more time so you won't think that I'm just talking just to talk let's read it together Proverbs 21 and 23 ready read but if you don't guard if you don't watch what you say you opening up the door for what What is trouble? Pain? Discomfort? Disorder? And the list goes on and on and on. Well, she made me mad. Ain't nobody making me mad enough to cause trouble to come my way. Yeah, she said something I want to say, so I'm just going to walk away. I'm just going to walk away because I don't want to say nothing that's going to get me in no trouble. Say to your neighbors, you just got to walk away. Don't you say nothing that's going to get you in trouble. No. Isn't that powerful? Because some of us, we, we, done, we, we, we could take back a whole lot of stuff we done said. Oh, now you want to play like you don't know what I'm talking about. 
Maybe it's just me and the old Freeman. Man, I done said some stuff. I just went, Lord, cause them not to remember I said that. But I'm in it. I'm in to know something you done said to folk day. It's just like you said it 30 seconds ago. It's been 10 years, but in their mind, hey, I still remember what you said. It done been covered in the blood. It done been washed, but they still. That's the reason you have to guard your tongue from trouble. You know what separates friends? The tongue. Biggest cause of divorce? The tongue. Yeah, that tongue. Why you don't even deal with certain folks no more? No, I don't fool with her no more. Why? Well, I tell you what she said, such a. Oh, why you and so-and-so ain't speaking to them? I ain't got nothing to say to her. <laughs> say to your neighbor, it's powerful. powerful. That's the reason you have to use it properly. <laughs> and that's the reason you have to guard <laughs> what you say. <laughs> and now I'm done. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.